Welcome to the Walpole High Film Festival's podcast, One Point Perspective, a podcast that explores the world of digital filmmaking and talks to young aspiring filmmakers in high school, college, and beyond. Now here are the hosts of the show, Mike Allen and James Conley. It was 2010, year eight of the festival, and at that time, all the crews had blogs that they would update every week with the progress of their movies. And there, there wasn't any social media at the time. Blogs were really the, the thing to do if you were going to communicate with your friends and, and group of friends, etc. And what the crews would like to do is comment on each other's blogs. And every once in a while we would have graduates uh, chime in and uh, give comments on people's blogs. Well, in March of 2010, suddenly someone by the name of Ruby Heckler commented on nearly every crew's blog. And not only were the comments really insightful in a like film production type of way, but it was clearly someone who knew a lot about the movies. And they were good comments. And then the next week, same sort of thing. And I just happened to be like, reply to the Ruby Heckler, like, thanks, Ruby. These are great comments. Who is Ruby Heckler? And then the other crew started picking up on it. And they would, in their blog post, sort of, sort of give shout outs to Ruby Heckler. And it became this big obsession. Who is Ruby Heckler? And Ruby Heckler started to get more and more ambitious and antagonizing in, in his comments. And at that point, I had what was called Elderberry. And that was a blog that I would write comments about all the crews or just blog posts about all the crews updates. And then we'd have graduates like uh, Bob Bunker came in, Cam Crown came in to write under Elderberry. And I wrote this big proof, basically, of who I thought Ruby Heckler might be. Um, and I think I said it was Brian Merrigan. Yeah. And um, that blog post got 238 comments. And you, you remember, you want to chime in? I, I, yeah, so I actually, um, I was a sophomore in college at this time. Um, I believe I was at least a few of those comments on that uh, blog post because this had transcended just the Walpole Film Festival of that year. It had, it had grown, uh, it grown to pretty much, I think, almost every year leading up to that. So that was year eight. So I think it had eight years of alumni chiming in on who they think it, it possibly was. And it was quite... Uh, so f I think students maybe today don't quite understand like the whole blog thing like uh, but 200 what was it 53 73 238 I 238 think. comments whatever that was ridiculous for uh, any any post to get I think at most one would have two or three yeah and at a certain yeah. these weren't just random like like lol comments these were like in they were uh, mathematical proofs yeah there were sonnets. It was like, you know, back and forth. It was a lot of fun. And then I remember Rory Quinlan, the director of Maltese Falker, wrote in that Ruby Heckler 
was an anagram of Huckleberry. So Huckleberry was the crew of Slade and McReady. And anagrams were a real big thing that year because of curtain call, and there was an anagram in curtain call. So there was immediately everybody looked at Huckleberry and curtain call, and it was like this huge thing. It just blew up. Mrs. Milne got involved to try to crack the math codes. It was amazing. I was on the James Elwood theory um, that James Elwood was Ruby Heckler. And I'd like to take this uh, moment to actually publicly apologize to James Elwood. I, I feel like I may have called, caused um, some grief and, uh, you know, maybe some, some bad years there. So sorry, James, if you're listening, I apologize. I believe I directly accused you of being Ruby Heckler. So, um, so my sincerest thoughts. Yeah, I mean, pe- people were being um, uh, shunned by the, by the uh, film festival community. So he would also leave letters. Oftentimes, he would use um, a, a winky face, semicolon, parentheses, to sign off. Or within his post, it would be some, some sort of like emoticon. Now, he gave a letter at the end of the year saying something to the effect of, I can see Mr. Allen's not getting a lot of sleep, and I've decided to give it a break so that he can concentrate on the movies. I will be at the red carpet. Be sure to save me a seat. Something like that. I actually still have the letter. Two years go by. We never solve this case. And then something happens in 2012 that cracks the case wide open. There was a message on my whiteboard from a student, a senior, saying, stop by to grab something. You weren't there. I'll catch you after school. With the same winky face that Ruby Heckler used. Now, this was two years later, and I'm like, oh, my God. And it was signed, C.J. Tempesta. I look at St. Martin. St. Martin looks at me, and he's, I'm like, that's, that's the Ruby Heckler. As it could it be C.J.? Now, C.J. was a sophomore at the time, and I remember dismissing. I remember he, I went through the entire list of, like, the film kids. I'm like, who could it be? So he was working both as a director, sophomore director for an independent Day of Adorn after school, and, but during school, he was also in the class working on a short film called I Want to Be a Cheerleader, starring Luke Young. And he was at the same computer that Huckleberry was using in the other period. And we knew it was that computer because we had already gone to the history and there was some sort of history that was involved that we knew Ruby Heckler was on different webs, uh, different blog posts, and we knew it was like it had to be Huckleberry. That's why we kept everything pointed to Huckleberry. We had every member of the Huckleberry crew swear on the Bible that it wasn't them. So I wrote a letter for that red carpet, 2012, CJ's senior year, and we have assigned seats for the the kids, and we, I put a letter addressed to, see, to Ruby Heckler. I taped it to his seat, and he came in, and he saw the letter, and he came bounding up, shook my hand. He said, it was me the whole time. Hey, everyone. Sorry I couldn't tell you. Sorry I caused a lot of people uh, some stress, some, but you know what? It was exciting, too. Uh, I, the, the only people that knew, I'll start with that, the only people that knew was John Griffin knew from day one. So John Griffin knew that secret from day one, didn't say a thing. Um, at the end of my senior year, 
I believe at some point it was something something happens and I like couldn't I couldn't keep it in and I'd been very close with these guys in high school and I'm very I'm very close with one still um at one point I was out to dinner with Derek Kanasia and Dan Myers this is like late 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 in senior year and I we were talking about Ruby Heckler and I just like I felt like it was a good time like we we're just about to graduate so they knew very like at the end of my senior year but other than that I don't know who I mean we kept it a pretty good secret definitely no one knew other than John Griffin and me and like my parents uh, <laughs> uh and my mom was like super worried I was gonna like get in trouble for it. and I was like no 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 it's fine it's fine uh but started sophomore year because again I was at the Huckleberry computer and I love like I loved hearing about like nominations and reviewing movies and that's kind of how it began uh was seeing clips from other movies and writing about them as like a review kind of like who I thought was going to get nominated like I was predicting nominations I would rank people based on smiley faces which in a way is absolutely psychotic um because smiley faces is something that a lot of uh bad people over the years have used you know so the fact that that was my go-to is a little weird but you know we'll ignore that part and um you know I just it just became like a thing and it was so entertaining for me as a sophomore right I'm this little tiny probably 32 pound kid coming in um coming into class with all these seniors and no one can stop talking about Ruby Heckler and I'm sitting there listening knowing it's me like it was the most crazy addicting exciting feeling in the whole world knowing that I had this huge secret and that I was this Ruby Heckler person and nobody knew and I would even go to like crazy extents to make it even more interesting. There were times where Mr. Allen and everyone would start accusing, like accusing Huckleberry, the crew first, because of the anagram first. So they accusing them. And then there were times where they would find one little clue and kind of misdirect it into like maybe it's this person. I have a very, very specific memory of for some reason Tim Galvan was the next target. He was the target that they were going, everyone was going after. It was, Ruby Heckler was definitely Tim Galvan. So I'm in the class. So someone's recording in Mr. Allen and everyone's accusing Tim Galvan and Tim Galvan's getting to the point where he's like getting kind of mad because it's not him and people are like really hardly accusing of him. And I made sure whenever I could to get in that shot because I wanted it to be like when someday it was revealed, I wanted to like have people look back at that footage and be like, oh my God, he was there the whole time. He was right in front of our eyes, and we never saw it. Um, so it was, it was fun. I mean, it was really, really fun. Because I, I remember that Tim Gallivan thing because Dave Newman was like the chief detective on this, right? We used to play like Dark Knight soundtrack. and be like, Oh, my gosh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah who's yeah, yeah. Ruby Heckler? Dave Newman would like interrogate people, and he, I remember him going to Tim Gallivan, flashing a fake badge, and like, and Tim was like getting upset, and he was like grabbing Tim and being like, you know, you're gonna sit here for this interview. And Tim's like, what are you talking about? And you have to remember, like, I'm a sophomore. I'm like 15 years old, and I like look up to all these seniors that have been going through the film festival, and everyone's going nuts, and I'm just sitting back in my chair watching it happen. I mean, 
It was crazy. It was yeah. so, so nuts. So knowing that you and John Griffin knew this entire time, Justin Cotalesa and I were the producers on the Day of Adorn, <laughs> and the fact that we were working with this like terrorist, you were working with Ruby Hecker the whole it's, time. It's unbelievable. And like, you guys were never, obsessed. We never, yeah, we were obsessed, but we never would have guessed. Yeah. Like for never. those for those never. out there who haven't met CJ or or John Gall- uh, John Griffin. You would never guess this coming from from a sophomore, too. It's just yeah. completely this this. Well, blue, I found out today that you were. The Ruby Hacker, <laughs> I think so. it just you know what his his sophomore. You know he was like he said thirty five pounds, whatever. He he was he was a small kid, and but I think it just belied the fact that he knew a lot about movies and was obsessed with the film festival. Like we didn't realize at a young age from like seventh grade. And I, yeah. and I don't think we comprehended that yet. I, I, I learned that, certainly, by your senior year. Yeah. But at that point, I was just like, you know, it's CJ and it's Alyssa's younger brother. And, and uh, I just didn't think any, he, anyone was capable of that other than a senior or uh, a graduate. Like, those are those my people on my hit list that I was thinking. Um, and... I just remember. So, h- how did you feel seeing that letter? Uh, oh, I will. I still have the letter, and I'm actually moving to LA March 4th, and that letter is in my box to come with me, because you always got, you know, you got to remember your roots. I, I kept it forever, um, and I remember seeing the letter and being like so satisfied that I, it was like one of those things where it's like, because by the end of senior year, the blogs were kind of dying, like the, the blogs yeah. were kind of dying, and you know, I was graduating and. It was one of those things where I didn't want to personally reveal it because what's the fun in that? Like, right. what's the fun in, in turning yourself in, you know? So when I went to my seat, because we had assigned seating. I don't know if you guys still have assigned seating yeah. for awards night. But it was assigned seating. So Mr. Allen specifically knew the exact seat I was sitting in, which was on the aisle. And I remember why. It's so specific. It's, like so in, like, so in my brain forever. I remember walking down the aisle and looking at the chair, and it was taped to the back of the chair. And as soon as I saw that letter, I was like, they found, they figured it out. They figured it out. And I had no idea how, because senior year was probably the least active that Ruby Heckler was, because that's probably the least active that the blogs were. So, especially towards the later part. So, um, I was like, I don't know what I could have done. Because at this point, I think Derek and Dan Myers didn't know. Because I told them like, you know, wicked late, like after. So at this point, it was only me and John, and I knew John didn't say anything. So I was like, I wonder how they found out. And then I read uh, the part about the smiley face on the board, which, by the way, was not even on purpose. I just, like, loved signing things with a smiley face. Like, whenever I signed anything, like, I liked, as long as it, you know, wasn't, like, an official, you know, school thing. I liked signing things with a smiley face. And I, it just never even connected in my, it's like a, it's like the mastermind flubbing up. Nervous you know, messing tick. Up. It's yeah. like a nervous tick. Right. right. So it's like. So when I signed the board that day, I signed with a smiley face, and I, I, it was not me like trying to be Ruby Heckler and trying to give him a clue. Like That was just genuine me just doing that and Mr. Allen and Mr. St. Martin figuring it out from that. And then looking back, now that they had that one clue, they looked back and then like, I'm assuming that when you looked back, everything else made sense. Everything else made sense. It was, it was the Kaiser Soze moment. Yeah, Kaiser Soze. And... Uh, it was the computer. I was like, oh, my God, he sat right there. Because we knew yeah. those computers were on. I knew that those computers were looking on the blogs. And Heckler had commented on those blogs. So I was like, that was one of the ways I was, I was 
trying to narrow it down. I mean, it was, that's why Galavan, Galavan was on that computer a lot right. because he, he was editing um, um, Mr. Sister. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, it could be Galavan. And that's why he was questioned. Yeah. And in Huckleberry, we, we, because well, I was I wasn't on Huckleberry. Like, I remember just, honestly, what I did, and I'm not even going to lie, I think it's almost somewhat random how the Huckleberry thing happened because what I did is I took all of the fruits. This is, and I don't think I've ever even told you this. I took all of the fruits of all of the crews because I was like, I want to steer them in the wrong direction. I don't want them to think it's me. So other than my own, I looked up all of the anagrams for all the other crews and I looked at what popped up like with every letter and out of all of the fruits, when I put in Huckleberry and Ruby Heckler popped up, I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. 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 I was like, it's perfect. So you did do the anagrams on, I mean, you had to. I was no, like, I you absolutely did. Because yeah. I was starting to think it was a it was. But a, it, it wasn't was because I was at that computer. I will say that. As, as genius as it ended up looking and well, being. Technically, it was, was let, me, let me back up. The, that wasn't their computer. They were right next to that station. Yeah. Like the corner two, those two were oh, Mr. Sister. I remember Sister. the computer. They yeah. were Mr. Sister, and then the two next to them were Huckleberry. But the fact that it, Huckleberry was the anagram, we looked at Huckleberry first, mm. and then I figured out the computer, and that's what led us to Galavan. Right. And, and it just clicked that it was the computer, and I just figured you were framing Huckleberry. It was what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't figure out why, but now it was just random. Yeah, <laughs> it was the best name. It was yeah. the, I looked at all the fruits, and Ruby Heckler was the best name. And what's really funny is that the next year I was on the Huckleberry crew. Yes. And then my senior year, which was another hint because that this I did do on purpose, is my senior year I made sure – that we were Huckleberry. It was like very important to me that I was Huckleberry my senior year. Son of a gun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Son of a gun. That man. part I did on purpose. That's gonna be so satisfying though, seeing that like two I, years. I was just playing like, the, you know. Two yeah. years down the fruits of your labor from sophomore year. It's it's still it's one of the best organic things that happened of the festival that, to create huge buzz. Oh, it's every, crazy. Everybody's talking about it. And I mean, I was getting calls from like teachers being like, what's going on? Who is this? And I was like, I don't know. And, um, and it's, you're right. The, the, it's funny because your senior year, the blogs had died down and then because Twitter was, was rising. It was, right. it was becoming all Twitter. Yeah. And Just then, any social media, honestly, because yeah. that's when it started going, social media started going crazy. Right. And, and then now it's Instagram. Um, and so, yeah. TikTok. And TikTok, right. <laughs> So what's really funny, too, is that Ruby Heckler has always had, like, a special place in my heart. Because as the Walpole Film Festival always has a special place in my heart. And Ruby Heckler, really, my journey through the film festival is Ruby Heckler and Adorn. I mean, that's, like, that pretty much sums up me in the Walpole High Film Festival. And um, for that reason, I just directed, uh, like, you know, of course, I'm still pursuing directing and I'm moving to L.A. and stuff. And I have my connects there. And... I still make short films and, you know, we're going the whole festival circuit and all of that. And I was thinking, you know, what am I going to do for a production company? And I actually have the website. I think I have the website still. Uh, my, I haven't decided whether it's going to be Ruby Heckler Films or Ruby Heckler Productions, but my production company forever is going to be either Ruby Heckler Productions or Ruby Heckler Films. I think Ruby Heckler Films sounds better. Yeah, that's great. Uh, awesome. That's great. Ruby Heckler Films is, is anytime I direct a short... Or I'm involved. I love that's, it. That's that's it. Love it.
You've been listening to Walpole High Film Festival's podcast, One Point Perspective.